Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Key to Success podcast. I'm your host, Terrell Key, and I'm back with another amazing episode. Today, I have the chair of the education committee in Illinois. I have Senator Chris Belt. He's been a board member. It, I, mean, he, I mean, he's done it all. You know, like he, I mean, he started as a board member and then worked his way all the way up, became an Illinois state senator, and now he's the chair of the entire education committee. So everybody give a warm round of applause to Senator Chris Belt. How are you doing today? I am fabulous. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy and excited to be on your podcast and, and looking forward to really good conversation. Yeah. So can you tell everybody that's listening, I know who you are because I've done a lot of research on you, but can you tell everybody just a little bit about who you are? Absolutely. Uh, again, my name is Chris Belt. I'm a Metro East resident. I, I was born, I tell people I was born in the safety net hospital in East St. Louis. I was reared in uh, Centerville, Illinois. I'm the youngest of six. Uh, my dad owned, owned a construction company. Uh, it was five boys, one girl, and most of my brothers, matter of fact, all my brothers, they went into the construction uh, industry. I, uh, my one brother is a licensed plumber. I, I had uh, a brother who was a laborer, a union laborer, uh, and I have two. I had two brothers who were operating engineers. And so uh, uh, a 189 uh, graduate, I, I went to a Lewis Elementary School called Golden Gardens. Mm -hmm. I left there and went to Martin Luther King Jr. High. And then I went to Lincoln um, uh, High School. Came out in 90. I uh, went to Illinois, stayed, uh, got a bachelor's degree there. Uh, went to SIU Edwardsville, got a master's in public administration, and then got another master's in professional counseling. Along the way, uh, uh, wrote a book, a children's book called The Adventures of Nate the Nat. Uh, married 25 years. Uh, I have a daughter that's 25. I have a son that's 22. Um, I, I, I worked 18 years in, in corrections, law enforcement, uh, 16 as a probation officer with St. Clair County, uh, two uh, years running what we call aftercare. And what all aftercare is, is juvenile parole. So. I had everything from Peoria to the south to the uh, borderline of Illinois, Kentucky. I did that two years. And so you mentioned earlier, I, I, I was a board member in Cahokia for three years, I, four years and uh, board president for two or three of those years. They all go by really, really quickly. And so uh, that's that's who I am. And and and, and so, yeah, it's, it's been a lot. It's been a quick long fast journey but that's who i am yeah so i saw that you you majored in professional counseling uh did, did that kind of change like your lens like when you're dealing with juveniles or working within the school system or just in leadership in general like how has it uh counseling background uh impacted you as a leader you know what that the the, the counseling background uh, it gave me a sense of empathy right it, 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 it helped me understand. And, and, and I tell people this all the time, there is a difference between sympathy and there's a difference between empathy. And so, you know, you could feel sorry for a person and, and, and it could be authentic, but you really have to try to understand uh, what people are going through. And you really have to understand their walk in life, so to speak. And so 
Uh, that was always my thing. That was always, even when I was a probation officer, I, the vast majority of years in, in probation, I, I dealt with juveniles. And, and, and so their, the, the, their, their life story is, is what I became fascinated with. And I understand you don't get there. Um, you're not born a certain way. And those behaviors had to be learned. And if you can learn them, you can unlearn them. And, and so that became my, 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 my thrust, so to speak. And so the professional counseling gave me insight uh, to just having uh, empathy, understanding, and patience as we deal with uh, the, the, the people that we deal with uh and and what i was doing at that time in my line of, of work so what was the spark that kind of got you into uh politics i saw that you i think your first venture into politics was as a school board member right you or know my first else? venture my mm -hmm. first venture i ran for uh a trustee spot and i really? lost mm -hmm. probably by 40 44 votes i have always wanted to my mom used to say um whatever however you find something make it better mm -hmm. and so i just always felt like I, I i wanted to give back uh uh i always wanted to make things better than i got it or i encountered it and so i've always tried to do those things and and you know serving others is the best way i i, I found i could do those things there's nothing better than being a serving leader. And one of the things that kind of stands out to me, and I, I think a lot of like the younger people that are listening to this, like in life, you know, like in order to be successful, you have to lose. You know what I mean? So even like your first venture, like you you didn't necessarily win, but like you didn't take it as like a sign that you couldn't do it. You realized that you just needed to try a little bit harder, maybe get a little bit more organized and things like that. What was that experience like, uh, you know, like after taking a defeat? What was some of the thoughts going through your head? You know what? I, I, I sat back and I believe in timing. I believe uh, when it's your time, it's your time. And so I, I, I put a good effort forward in, in trying to get that position. And when I lost, I just realized it wasn't my time. And, and, and it gave me a different perspective, a better perspective. And, and, and by the time I ran for something again, I think it was a, a precinct commitment spot. I, I was a precinct commitment in, in, in Cahokia oh, for about six years. And, you know, I won that and then I won the school board. And matter of fact, I've won everything else I've <laughs> run for. So uh, it's it's but but it humbles you. And, and, and this is what I tell my kids. This is what I tell kids I mentor. You know, there's there's no real losses. It's what you learn from them and, and, and that sets you up for your for your comeback. And, and, and so I just look at things as life, life lessons. Mm -hmm. So what kind of made you move towards uh, education? Because now it seems like you've been on a pathway to education for like a, a long time, you know? Uh, whether it was like, you know, working with juveniles, but then also like when you ran to be a board member and now you're on the education committee and like the pension committee, education and pension. I think that's how it goes, right? I, I, no, I, I am uh, the chair of the Senate education, uh, P through 12, and I'm uh, the chair of the subgroup um, uh, appropriations, education appropriation. There we go. OK. And, and then appropriations is like spending and stuff like that. Yeah. It is all about the dollars. Got you. So, um, so what made you uh, like kind of want to stick with education? Is that just what like the passion or like 
how did that kind of work out for you? I, I because I I really understand and I and I understood if if our if our children uh, they have to have a good quality education, right? And 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 you know with that as their foundation, they can be anything they want to be. And that has always, always been uh, a cornerstone for me, education, you know? And I just always felt like if we could give our kids that quality education, you know, one of the interesting things about being in my position, you learn quickly uh, that, that uh, education in Illinois, pursuant to the state constitution, it should be, it's, it's supposed to be funded. It's supposed to be free, it's supposed to be quality education, it's supposed to be uh, uh, funded through your secondary level up to that person's capacity. And what we've found uh, is that uh, in, in Illinois, it, it really comes down now to property taxes. And mm -hmm. when you have a, a, a community with million dollar homes or, or, or better homes and the property tax, that money is funneled to the school districts. It's not set up that way. And, and it's not supposed to be that way because that way really, really uh, bleeds over into the haves versus the have nots. And so uh, no child uh, has ever asked to be in any given situation, right? You're born into whatever situation you're, you're born into. And we should not penalize anyone uh, for where they're born, where they happen to be uh, growing up at. And, and, and they deserve the same quality education as the next person. And so by me being on school boards, by me having this position with the Senate, I'm, I'm, whether you're in an urban hub or a rural, rural area in the state of Illinois, it is my job. It is incumbent upon me to try to make sure that we get you the dollars that you need uh, to get that quality education minus uh, prop the revenue that's derived from property tax. Mm -hmm. um, random question, and uh, just it just made me like just popped up in my head because I just did an episode about Pennsylvania and how uh, there's like a, a lawsuit going on with like a superintendent. And they're saying that uh, that school, like, un, like I guess, like the schools being unfunded or underfunded, is like a, a constitutional violation in Pennsylvania. Do you think? I mean, like, I'm not sure if you've been following it, so like, if you haven't, like, it's okay. Like, I, I just read random stuff all the time. But do you mm -hmm. think like that case could um, could have like ramifications, like for Illinois, like what we have to look at funding differently or not? Well, one of the great things about Illinois is uh, we're, we're, we really are a leader when it comes to educate, education. Mm -hmm. And so our evidence-based funding uh, legislation is supposed to, and it is, it's, mm -hmm. it's getting dollars to the farthest away from adequacy. And mm -hmm. that doesn't matter if you're in a rural area or urban area, that system is working. That, that legislation is working. Uh, the other thing that we're doing is we're, 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 we're attempting to pay our teachers a, 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 a good starting salary. We, uh, about a year or two ago, we raised it up because we understood that you're, you're coming out of school, you're coming out of school in debt for the most part. And then you gotta pay rent and you got our mortgage or you gotta get you gotta your car and maybe a car note. And so uh, 28,000 and 30,000 wasn't, wasn't working, you know, and I think 
Uh, I don't know the exact number, but it's 40,000 and something. That's nice. I mean, because I remember starting off as a teacher, it's like, man, I made like 31 or something like this. So like, that's a huge increase um, exactly. for new teachers, man. That's, that's really good stuff. Um, can I ask you, like, what is it like being a member of a Senate committee, like a, the education committee? What is it like um, just having like, uh, you know, people like on like, you know, like the Democratic side and then you also have people on the Republican side. What is it like? Does it feel like uh, like a place where you guys can work together and get things done? Like, what is it like? What is a meeting like at that level? You know what? Our, our, our committee meetings are uh, good, robust discussions right mm -hmm. and just like any 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 committee meeting so we it's a standing committee we we have a lot of legislation or formal proposals in front of us and we present uh and we the goal is to get enough votes a majority vote to get it out of committee to get it to the senate floor so that you can debate it and ultimately have uh, a favorable vote and get it moved out of the senate to the house same thing starts over there again they go to committee and hopefully they get it out get it to the senate i mean the house floor pass it from there and it goes to the governor and so those what what it what it made me realize is just how vast and big illinois really is right mm -hmm. and but but having said that some of our issues uh, again, I don't care if you're on the west side, I don't care if you're south side Chicago, I don't care if you're in East St. Louis, I don't care if you're in any rural part of the country. When it comes down to it, we're dealing with technology gap, right? We're dealing with um, teachers, we're looking for the shortest in teachers, we're trying to enhance uh, the prospect of getting good quality teachers. We're looking at um, we're looking at funding. We're looking at our structures, the the, the buildings themselves, uh, and so it's it's reduced down to almost same common denominators. Those things that we fight across uh, and fight for across the state. So, uh, as diverse as we are in in geography, racially, ethnically. When we get in, in primarily public schools, we're, we're, we're really going for the same thing. Yeah, the needs are all the same across the state. Um, I, I know that is uh, just being president of the Illinois School Counselor Association, like school counselors typically have similar needs, you know, like no matter where they're from, you know, and just technology, like you, you name pretty much like all of this stuff. Um, what, like, what is something that you feel like is your favorite accomplishment, like as a part of the education committee, whether it's being chair or just as a committee member, like what is something that you're most proud of accomplishing? Oh, wow. Um, uh, well, I, I love the opportunity of, of being the chair. I, I love, I'm terrible with actual Senate bill numbers and, yeah. and house bill numbers, but I, I can't keep up with them either. Like, right. <laughs> And so we, 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 I passed, it was my legislation. And so we, we passed some legislation uh, last session that allowed children, students um, to take home leftover uh, lunch, mm -hmm. right? And they get, they're able to, uh, if they qualify for free or reduced lunch, they're able to get lunch uh, or food to take home in the evenings and they're able to get lunch 
our food over the weekends because here's what we know. If you're hungry, it's hard to study. Yes. Right? If, 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 if you're hungry in any capacity, if you're lacking uh, uh, meals or, or nutrients or, or anything like that, it's really hard to, to sit there and study. And so if we want our grades to increase, if we want our students to be better prepared in class, then it comes down to feeding them. And, and, and so we were really, I was really uh, happy about getting that uh, legislation passed. It's law now, it passed both chambers. I carried it in the Senate. Uh, my representative, Latoya Greenwood, carried it mm -hmm. in the House. The governor signed it, that's law. I'm really happy about uh, the proposal that we put forth. It started in the House, uh, Representative Greenwood's legislation came over to the Senate. I carried it, governor signed it. This one is law that states that no longer in the state of Illinois are we using standardized tests as the only criteria for admissions in Illinois. You can right. still use it, but it cannot be just the only way to get in. Because here's what we know. I, I found this out uh, as a student, uh, my senior year, junior year, senior year. I found it out as a board member. We have some incredibly gifted students and they have, they've shown academic prowess for all their high school years, right? But then when it comes to taking the test, they have anxiety. They just don't take standardized tests well. And so the, the, the old system was penalizing students who have shown incredibly uh, uh, de good determination and, and, and stayed focused over the course of three, four years, all reduced it down to one or two tests. And if you didn't do well, you couldn't get in, right? If that was and, your legislation, I just want to thank you. I have a student that got a full ride to UIC because of that. Yep. It completely changed yep. her life. Yep. Completely. And then the food, I just want to let you know, like our kids needed it. Yes. So I want to personally thank you because our kids you. really needed it. They yeah. really did. So awesome. that was a major thing. I mean, like that was a life changing moment for her. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so I... I my background is in, again, probation and juvenile parole or aftercare. And so I think it benefits me to sit in that seat without a teacher's background. And you, you get what I'm saying? I'm bringing something different. And I always tell people, I, I want to put the kids first in whatever we do. Let's start with our middle ground, kids, students, and then let's work backwards and see if we can get this thing done. Uh, we we want to be impactful. We wanna we wanna change trajectories of our students. And one way to do that is to make sure that they're fed and make sure that we they can get in colleges of their choice in Illinois if they want to. Yeah, I mean that, that's huge. I literally I like I, I still think about that moment because like we were worried about her having funding. She had been a great student her whole entire life, you know, but for whatever reason, man, like, I mean, like a lot of my students, like they don't test well, like, you know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, that, that was huge. Um, so yeah, once again, thank you, seriously. Um, you. Let's see, so next question. Um, so 
What made you decide to um, make a uh, like the change, like from like being a school board member to deciding, okay, I'm about to do this thing. I'm about to go ahead and run for Senate. Like right. what, like what, like what, like how was that process? Like when you were just sitting at home, you were thinking about it, what was that like? <laughs> so, so again, it, it, it goes back to me being a precinct committeeman. It goes back to me uh, being a school board member. It's, it's that whole making things better than what you encountered it as or inherited it as. And so my, my uh, thrust uh, was really about, okay, let me see if I can make a, have a positive impact. Okay, before it was a precinct, then it became a district in school. And now let's see if we can parlay that. that into a bigger district and have the impact on the district and and quote unquote downstate Illinois as we as we move forward. And so uh, that's really what made me uh, jump out there and, and seek the position. And I just thank God I won and, and, and I have been able to do uh, have some really good success while I've been in the Senate. So has, uh, did, was it somebody that just pushed you, like, you know, like anybody that kind of told you, like, hey, you need, you need to be a leader? Was it anybody in your life, you know, like when you were younger, that kind of you know what? I, to you? I, being the youngest of six and, 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 and just always being around, you know, I grew up, my dad, he doesn't have hands. Right, he was uh, he was operating a jackhammer in the '60s uh, over in St. Louis. Hit a live wire underground, got electrocuted, and so. But he had to learn. I didn't come along to '72, but he he had to learn how to walk again. He had to learn all these things, and I just remember growing up watching this man with the prosthetics, button his shirt, drive, operate equipment, and so. I just always felt like, and, and, and it gave me a sense of fighting for uh, the least of these, the, the, the marginalized and, and, and wanting everybody to have the same level playing field. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I tell people all the time, I'm humanity driven. My legislation, if you look at my legislation, most of it is gonna be uh, fighting for uh, rights of people are giving people, students, uh, maybe maybe people who are transitioning from prison, uh, maybe women and persons of color and people with uh, persons with disabilities, uh, more rights and more, you know, uh, increasing the, the, the pay scale and all of these things that I fight for. And, and so I just remember always and my mom and we just always wanted to give people a fair chance. That's always been who I was. Matter of fact, the book I alluded to earlier uh, that I wrote, the, the Adventures of Nate the Nat, is the first the first uh, 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 story in the book is about bullying. You know, I I have always wanted to be there and protect those and give those who didn't have a voice a voice. And you are, you're definitely doing it. I mean, like every time I look up, you're doing something uh, advocating for somebody every single time. <laughs> yeah, Seriously, what what like so like man? That, that's, so what would you tell like yourself? Say you were talking to yourself when you were say 21, right? What would you tell uh, a young senator belt would be the keys to his success? Uh, you know, like long term. What what could he do like to be successful like you? 
what I would tell my 21 year old self is to relax, enjoy the journey, enjoy living this thing called life. Uh, when I was 21, I was uh, had my 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 foot on the gas to be 50. You know, I put so much, um, I put a, a an undue amount of pressure on myself to be what I thought was successful. Um, I put an undue amount of pressure on myself. And so when I look back at the younger me, I didn't enjoy uh, the process. I, I, I just, I felt like I, I, I just, uh, I had these benchmarks I had to hit and I was so serious <laughs> and, and um, just enjoy it and it'll work out. You know, you plant good flowers, you plant good seeds, you'll you'll get good yield. And 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 I just, if I could go back and stop beating yourself up um, for and and for things that you thought uh, didn't turn out right, but the 49-year-old me, looking back at the 21-year-old me, everything that I planted helped me get to where I am. And so even though what we deemed as failures or, or regrets or, or things that didn't turn out quite the way I wanted them, in retrospect, turned out the way they were supposed to turn out because they all fed me and fed into my philosophy of what I am today. And so I, I had to go that route. But back then, oh man, I just, it was, it was hard. So I would tell him to relax. I would tell him to enjoy the process. I would tell him to live life, that life is meant to be lived, and that it will turn out okay. Man, that is deep, man. Like, seriously. Uh, like, literally, I'm just like, when he was say, telling this story, I was thinking, I was like, man, like, all of my mistakes, everything that I thought that I did wrong, yeah, like, it really did make me the man that I am today. Like, I can unequivocally say that. Senator Bell, um, where can people follow you? Like, just so they can learn more and, and see all this incredible work that you're doing. Like, every single day, you, like, you're out there doing something. Where can we follow you? I would I would go to my social media presence and, and just type in State Senator Christopher Bell. Like that page. I would go to my political page and, 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 and like Christopher Bell uh, for State Senate. And those I would, and, and I have a Twitter uh, following as well that we're growing. Uh, uh, but I will look at those pages. You're going to see whatever I'm doing, you're going to see on those pages. And I try to be in the community. I try to be all over the district. If anyone invites me anywhere, I, 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 if I'm in town or not sick, I'll go. I'll be there. And, uh, and, and and so, yeah, I like to be out. I like to be in those communities, whatever whatever's going on. Now, I can't thank you so much, like enough, seriously, for, for your time. Like you are an incredibly busy person. So thank you so much. Um, everybody that's, uh, that's listening to this or watching this, please follow him on social media. You will learn a lot and you'll see like uh, the, the words that he's saying are true. Like he's literally out there working. And then also, please like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, see, see you guys next time. All right, peace. All right.